You're listening to Who Wears the Pants. This is Mike. I'm Chris. Chris, what do we talk about on this bullshit show? We talk about relationships. Like love. Sex. Butt stuff. Rock and roll. Anal. All of it. Beads. Yeah. Wieners. Yeah. Love. (laughs) Death. Family. (laughs) Kids. Friends. We talk about all of it, all relationships, whether it is a paternal relationship or an intimate relationship or a friendship. So, Chris, what are we talking about today? Uh, Harboring resentment and letting it fester to the point that it ruins your relationship? I thought we were talking about toys. Oh, yeah, let's do, let's do, let's talk about toys. Because toys is a much more amusing and interesting uh, subject matter uh, than festering resentment. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And it's much more positive. Because I think I think we've talked about festering resentment. We probably have. Multiple times. Yeah, I don't think, I, I mean, out of anybody... Um, associated with the show, whether they be host or listener, I think that you and I have the least recollection about what we've discussed. Oh, for certain. <laughs> Actually, we need to refer to EB anytime we think, anytime we're questioning what we've already spoken on. No, it's true. Now, the 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 problem with communicating with EB, and I love him desperately but when eb communicates it's uh, it's in a it's it's not in a cipher it's it's in a code it's this weird sort of lsd fever dream thing and he's i i don't often know what the point is and and, and i uh i think that's part of the challenge i think that you you have to I don't know. It's like the Bible. It doesn't make a lot of sense in some places, but if I focus long enough, maybe I'll get it. You'll get the message. (laughs) It's so funny. So having him on the show, he had so much that he wanted to say, and I think it was like overwhelming trying to get it out and put it into words. Right. Because there were like there were like several instances where he'd be like, "Oh, we we got to talk about this," and then he would kind of go off on a little bit of a tangent and i think he would forget because he had 16 different things swimming in his brain um what it was he wanted to motherfuck us about you know what i mean and there's a lot to motherfuck us about oh tons dude tons so today uh we 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 had the pleasure of setting up one of your new toys my my roadcaster pro class a servo biased preamp mixer board Woo! so moist so um this is this this is one of those tools uh of the trade that i had recommended to you and you were like oh i don't think i need it and i was sucking it why didn't you want to spend six hundred dollars i don't blame you yeah i don't blame you it fucking that dude i'll tell you like I've skimped on mics more than I've skimped on that. And that's one of those things that mics are important. Like we're recording on $400 mics right now. Um, not mine, yours. Well, because, no, it's usually because, you know, someone gave me the money to buy them. Yeah. Well, I, okay. So I've been doing this for, you know, since 2016. So for almost five years now, and I have yet to say, okay, I'm ready to fucking take the plunge and buy the sure SMB seven or SM seven B, whatever the fuck it is. Um, it says it somewhere on here. SM7B. I, uh, fantastic mic or whatever, but I just went with uh, Rode Pod mics because they're cheaper. Well, they're, but they're quality. No, the quality's there. So. Yeah, I mean, for, for me, it was, you know, I can buy inexpensive mics now and then buy good mics later, or I could just take the money and buy good mics. You did the right thing. Yeah. But anywho, so I was, I was like, you need to get one of these. And you're like, oh, fuck that. I don't want to spend the money on it. And I was showing you all the fun stuff it does, and I was like, dude, I don't really edit it all now. Like, any editing that I do at this point in time is literally, I'll take out long pauses. Or if we commit a hate crime, I will omit that. Yeah, I say some stupid shit in my interview show, or I will ask a dumb question, or there will be a very long and uncomfortable silence. And so I spend a good, I spend a good few hours editing each of those episodes to ensure that that foolishness is out. Well, what's fun about this particular toy, though, is like intro music and stuff like that. It all it does all that for you, and then you can adjust the levels on the fly, which is also a fucking godsend. We don't have, like, we're not high-budget shows, so we don't have a guy in the room that's doing all of our uh, audio shit. Yeah, uh, no, I can I can tell you already, being at the board and in control and being able to watch our various gains and look at the clock and stuff, I'm, but I'm a very big fan. 
Are you? Very, very, very big fan. Now I need to figure out how I use the soundy buttons so I can... You literally throw, just press them. So, so I can do... Actually, throw, throw your headphones on. We'll, we'll do this as a test. All right. So there's already pre-programmed ones on there, so click one of the buttons. And there you have it. And then I just hit the button again yeah, and turn it off? Yeah, you face the audio out. Isn't that brilliant? Wow. Okay. That I mean, that is hacky right there. That is deliciously hacky, Fucking but I am wonderful. on board. I am on board, Chris. So, what, what's you want to take though? a look at my dick, Chris? Let's look at Mike's penis. I can't hear what's coming through there. I don't have headphones on. It, it goes, it goes, <laughs> wah, 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 wah. <laughs> but uh, we use it for our intro on Who right. Wears the Pants, and it's fucking wonderful. Yeah, I need an intro remix. My intro is very, very amateurish. So that is on the list of new things that Should, I want. That is something that I desire. Do you want me to get with JP on that? The guy that did ours? Uh, so actually, yeah, because I I have some ideas. I would like to I would like to at least talk to him on the phone. Sure. But I, I like what I have now. But I'd like to do something a little bit different. Like to make it a little more sexy. Yeah, something yeah. new, something flashy, something better, and you know maybe do some different recordings for intro, outro sort of thing and then give that to him but any which way that's my new shiny the roadcaster pro and i have to say they Chris, don't sponsor us by the I, way they do not i have to tell you i'm uh i'm mad at myself for uh not listening to you sooner so you also got these beautiful fucking mic stands oh no yours your mic stands were always superior day one eight o'clock right i so always coveted you your bought, mic stands. you bought the ones that are better than mine on accident uh, fucking fantastic because so when when uh this past week and a half here i was because last week we ran into some issues where they were tipping on us and that was the first time that it happened and it was just taking the um taking the mic off axis on the stand a little bit uh there was no counterweight to make sure the mic didn't weigh the stand down so you would actually purchase the ones with the counterweights and they're fucking amazing absolutely fantastic so you got like all the fun new toys i did and i'm now i need to go buy new headphones so that my my guest can have headphones as well dude i highly recommend just the cheap ones that i bought okay they're 10 bucks a pop they get the job done and you're gonna you're gonna be transporting them and stuff right well the good headphones that i have on are for me yeah well you have thousands of dollars in equipment here right now so just with that alone i would skimp on that one thing they can hear themselves They'll be happy. You'll be happy. But also, you're generally not going to wear the headphones while recording. Like, we'll wear them for an intro, and then we generally take them off when we're doing pants uh, because I want to hear you in real time. Now, you being the uh, recording engineer there, it's probably important for you to have that on so that you can make sure our levels are all right throughout the recording process. But you can do that by watching your uh your gain levels and stuff also right for sure but i would uh just for the level of professionalism right just for the presentation i would like to have headphones that i could give to the offer to the guest oh, if you sure. like headphones yeah. you know what i mean and if not just go ahead and hang them right here and we'll call it a day and you're good to go i'm getting ready to do uh new boom arms so i'm doing uh desk arms oh so I'm, I'm setting up a new recording area because we're moving and the recording area is going to have fucking fixed boom arms which is something that i've wanted for years now go ahead uh, i've got it turned off anyway you were saying <laughs> i was looking i was looking for laughter oh that's creepy scary did you find it <laughs> i did find i did find a you glittery a, a pleasant <laughs> noise <laughs> yeah it's like this is what it sounds like when i fart Uh, I'm going to have too much fucking fun with this. Farts. Yeah. Because now I'm going to do, I'm going to record, uh, and there's an, anyway, fucking whatever. I'm going to have a lot of fun. Okay, good. Well, what's awesome is because you're doing the role-playing podcast, you can actually add sound effects to that now. And you can program. Problem with the role-playing game sound podcast is going to be that I am only going to have, this only has four holes. Yeah. I'm actually going to have a fifth. I'm, I, I need six mics or five mics. So you can, uh, because not everybody, there's a way to do it. There's a way to do it. Um, you can just bring all channels into, uh, run one through your computer and the rest through the mixer and just do a USB mic on the fifth mic. Mm. I would do that. Just do the... Uh... Yeah, yeah, do um, do that, or you could get just another 
USB can uh, or if I run if I do lapel. if I do a lapel mic and I run that to the laptop yeah. and then I do the other PCs on this that's yeah, probably yeah, yeah. the way to go I think so okay and then you can just I would record it straight to audacity mm-hmm. or whatever your recording program is that way you get all channels at once so you have to do less in editing because you don't want to lay two separate recordings on top oh, of no. each other. Oh, no. Insufferable pain in the yeah, ass. So right, you right. You could just have all of it going. How bored is the audience? Oh, right I have now. no idea. Yeah. They're, they're oh, like, I... these are the inner workings of a podcast. <laughs> what the fuck? We don't care. Uh, but the point is, is that I got a new shiny and I'm excited about using dude, it. They're so much fun. So this, uh, this past week on Sunday, I guess it was earlier this week, I, uh, I'd been telling the kids because we're, we're getting ready to move and I built two computers recently and I let the boys take one into their room and I'm like, yeah, I don't want you having a full-blown PC in your room because you're fucking 10 and 7. I know you're going to use it for evil. So, Well, I mean, they already use their tablets for evil. Yeah, and they're yeah. confiscated. Yeah. So um, now I'm like, I don't want you having that. So I got them these little devices called a Raspberry Pi. And a Raspberry Pi is like a credit card. That sounds like a that sounds like a prepubescent pocket pussy. It is Uh, a nice alliteration on my part, by the way. Prepubescent pocket pussy. Yeah, you did not. Here's here's what alliteration gets. (laughs) So (laughs) this is delightful. (laughs) (laughs) So um, it's this little like credit card size computer. And you can program whatever you want to it. So people will use them to run different robots, all kinds of different programs. They'll host servers with them. And uh, I use these because they're like 40 bucks. I used them to make two little computers for the boys to do their schoolwork on. Oh, cool. But they're very limited. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this is perfect. You can do any word processing and stuff that you have to do. And I can restrict internet access and that sort of thing. So we put two of those together. And I've done... I built an arcade machine with Raspberry Pi and shit like that. So, like, I knew I was like, okay, this is these are easy for me to work with. I've done this. Tell me why I go to do this one and I can't get fucking software to take. So I'm in. I'm going for a couple hours and I'm like, what the fuck, man? Everything is right. I'm not this stupid. I know this in my heart. I was that stupid. I was using a bad power cable and trying to power it on so it would start the boot process. The cable would short and then it would get stuck in a boot loop because the software didn't finish going onto the device. Uh, I know you're uh, like, whatever. Yeah, Um, no, Chris, I, 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 so I, I, I have a vague, very vague understanding of what it is. So bad cable computer stuck in loop, not work. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. No, no make, no make pictures on screen. So it wasn't making, uh, no pictures were coming through. Did you just mute yourself? I did. <laughs> I did mute myself just because I, I was like, ooh, how does this Trixiness work? But and I'm an interrupter. So like for my for my interview show, if I'm like Go on. I can talk and they can't even hear me. Exactly my point. Another magical thing discovered. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're adult enough to have that. I, I think that you <laughs> think that you've made a grave, grave error, especially when I'm po- when I'm playing when I'm playing games with my buddies. Right. I'm going to be doing the fucking. I'm going to have all the combat sounds set up, ding, missiles, ding, ding. bombs, just whatever. All right, you attack. Your blows blocked. You know, much, you know how much fun that would make it though for a player. A billion. Have those sound effects. A billion. Yeah, all yeah. of the fun. Yeah. But um, so yeah, set up these But there's got to be pot there anyway. Yeah, set up these little computers. I got these cool little cases for them that look like a NES, like the original Nintendo. So they're in these cute little form factors. And then I got a mouse and a keyboard that go with it. So they have everything they need. It's fantastic. That was a fun little thing to tinker with. I like to tinker. Um, and then I like to be done with it. I don't like continuous tinkering. So like those projects that people go on where they'll like buy some hardware, start doing stuff with it. Like guys do it with cars all the time. Their car is a project that it's never finished. It will never be finished. And I'm okay with that. Fuck. I can't do, I don't have the patience for it. So like part of my mentality is a collector's mentality. So I want to have the ideal collection. And in that, that means there's an end point. 
there's an endpoint. I but don't it's about it's about collect. it's about it's about journey, not destination. It's not about the car being completed. It's about the pleasure that you receive building the car. This is why I have thousands of miniatures in varying states of completion, uh, except complete. There are very few that are quote unquote complete. I'm a crazy person. I want it done. Like for me, this is, it's a character flaw too. I re I learned this recently. I don't think it's a character flaw. It, it is. So, um, it, it has something to do with like conscientiousness or something like that or lack thereof. Anywho. So when you are somebody that just wants it, I want the end. I don't want the journey. So I'm like, okay, I want the result. I always care about results. I really don't give a shit about any of the other stuff. So there's a lot that you will omit or fail to learn in getting that end result and it tarnishes your end result in the end. Mm. I hear what you're saying is that I, for, for me, I get, uh, not, I, I become embroiled in desiring perfection and you know, that, that cliche that, uh, perfection is the enemy of the good. I think that for me as a hobbyist, certainly perfection is the enemy of finished, right? Like I just, I just fucking done is beautiful. And that is something that I've had to get over. I mean, I've been doing a, some, a miniature project for a side thing for a while. I, I just want to be fucking done. Right. They just need to be table ready. They don't, I'm not going to win awards. I don't fucking care. Just get them on the goddamn table. I think, uh, so part of that's with artistry. And one of the things that I'd heard a few years back is when is a creation finished? And it is when the creator abandons it. Well, that's an ugly way of saying it's a abandoning it. Like but it's I, the truth. But like, I don't think that's true at think, all. I think, think that's ridiculous. Think, think I think that you can that look at a project could have done. But well, sure. But there are finished projects that the artist just you know didn't just say ah fuck it I quit and walk away. They it, looked at it and they felt satisfied. Do you think they felt satisfied, or do you think they felt okay? I have to get on to the next thing now. This has to be done. I, I think both because you can you but, can you can look at something and be like it's still not perfect and when you're the creator at that point when you're playing God in that scenario I don't think uh, but you I don't share you that continue. project with people right you don't share you I mean you know I'm sure you eventually that, have to well not, or you, you have or series, you die and come you, somebody yeah. comes in after you and just you know loots you have a series of unfinished projects at that point so like if I paint I will paint one thing something simple for so fucking long because it's not right and eventually I have to just say okay it, it has to be done now yeah see I just want to I just want to paint to be done but that doesn't really have anything to do with uh, with the new hotness the new freshness so Chris when you get something new how yeah. does that newness impact your relationship with your family right because you you're excited about the new thing you want to focus on the new thing uh, how does that, how does that, uh, I'm a pretty it? obsessive person. Oh anyway. yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm aware. So I will fixate on whatever that might be for a period of time. And it's probably in most cases to an unhealthy level. So I'll be like, Oh my God, I love this new microphone so much. Let's look at it. Let's plug it in. Let's play with it. I'm not actually doing anything progressive at that point in time. Ah, uh, see, I'm a juggler, right? Like I, I, I love the new thing, but I will become bored with the new thing. So I always have to have something in the wing. So for example, if I get excited about a new hobby project that I'm working on, I will make sure that I have that hobby project in a few different stages so that I can continue to make progress on the, on the project in one facet or another. But like I'll have these miniatures are being assembled. These miniatures are being finished and prepped for prime. These miniature prime miniatures are primed and ready for paint right and i will no thank you um but i will essentially cycle through these different stages because i'll get bored assembling or i'll get bored painting and i have to kind of oscillate yeah i think i'm i'm a sporadic enough person that i'll have my one thing that i fixate on for a while so like if it's if it's a miniature for example I'll have one, and I'll be like, this is the one right now. There's nothing outside of this, so I want to see this one through. So I'll take it, I'll fucking prime it. I probably don't wait long enough to start painting it. 
because I don't do the fucking 24 hour bullshit. I'm like, it's been an hour. It's done. I can touch it and it's dry. So then I go and I start painting it and I do base coats and all that bullshit. And then after I discovered uh, dry brushing and layering, like that became like, oh, this is the easiest fucking way to paint. It's cheating. It's which is fast. You should get it done, man. Get it. Get that shit on the table. That's what happens. That's what that's what happens. So, but do you find that your new obsession is a detriment to of you know? Of course it is. Right. Does whatever I'm hyper fixated on take away from everything else? Of course it does. Of course it does. So, like recently in my family, we've been buying furniture. Okay. I started off and I was like, okay, I want to find this furniture. And I was looking for it, trying to find it, all that bullshit. And then I was like, okay, I'm fucking bored with this. Tara didn't get bored with it. So finally, she found some furniture that she was happy with. We started procuring it. And for me, I was like, okay, the family area is done. I want to do my podcast area. That's what I'm worried about. Oh, sure. So I start like fixating on, oh, how is it going to be set up? Am I going to do a giant table or am I going to do a... uh, a series of like recliners and just end tables that I can fix mic stands to. I didn't know how I wanted to do it. And now I'm like, I've settled on getting boom arms and a table and rolling chairs. I want to, excuse me. I want a toilet recliner like an idiocracy, Yes, but I want it to have a boom mic on it. (laughs) Uh, Go away, (laughs) baiting. So Tara had never seen that movie. Oh, wow. And she watched it for the first time about a week, week and a half ago. Her boss gave it to her as homework. And uh, first of all, there's no way they could fucking make that movie now. Did you give her a double D for, or did you give her two Ds for a double dose of your pimping? I, I did. <laughs> no, I let her know her shit was all retarded. Uh, <laughs> because I'm a doctor. <laughs> Speaking of which. My wife's a tard. Now she's a pilot. So oh, one Christ. of the greatest fucking things ever happened <laughs> okay so we went tara had to go to the doctor she fell okay oh, no. it was terrifying she was freaked out i i left work early i went to her and god damn it mike and uh she was um i got home and she's like okay we're gonna go to the hospital okay so we go to the hospital and in front of one of my colleagues she goes, well, you're a doctor. How would you fix this? <laughs> and I called him my colleague because it was another doctor. And as we left, I looked at her and I was like, I just want you to know how how you've changed everything tonight. And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, you recognized me in front of my colleagues and you don't know what that meant to me. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, God damn it. So I went to work and let everybody know that I was better than them because I was a doctor and I'm not just some fucking salesman anymore. I'm a doctor salesman. And they're like, okay, you're a fucking idiot. And I'm like, ha a doctor idiot. <laughs> I'm a doctor idiot. As recognized by my colleagues. And they're like, you don't have fucking colleagues outside here. I'm like, apparently I do because I was recognized in front of them and asked medical advice. So doctor. Tara's okay. She's good. Good. Baby's good. Good. Yeah. That was terrifying. So she, uh, she was walking the dogs and... One of the dogs saw a deer, got excited. Pulled I feel it. like that's a euphemism for sending you Snapchat pictures. No. And she fucking totally bit it. Uh, fell on her knee, scraped her knee all up. Tried to brace herself with her hand. The dog pulled her hand out from under her. So she scraped her hand a little bit as she went down and then fell on her stomach. And that's where panic ensued because she was like, oh my God, I killed our baby. She's like, I didn't feel her moving for a minute. And I'm like, it's been like 10 minutes. So... Then the baby starts kicking. She's like, the baby kicked. I'm like, okay, good. Are you bleeding or anything? And she's like, not out of my vagina. I'm like, that's good. Uh, I'm like Googling shit to try to find out how bad it is. And I'm like, you need to call the doctor. So she calls the doctor and they're like, yeah, just go. They'll monitor you for a couple hours. Make sure everything's good. Listen to the baby's heart rate. Everything was fine. Um, The baby could be retarded now, but that's not here nor there. I thought you were going to say something prophetic there. Uh, No, the baby's... The baby's good. It was just nerve wracking and scary. No, I was going to say for you, Chris, I mean, the it's your child. So the likelihood of learning disability is high. That's all. That's all I was going to say. Baby will be born a doctor. <laughs> and baby so, is a doctor. Later right, that, later that <laughs> evening, right out of the gate. Later that evening, after being recognized in front of my colleagues, I, <laughs> I <laughs> being recognized by your or by your wife in front of said colleagues. Yeah, no, they know I'm a doctor, though. They heard it. Um, 
after that, she said something to me and I looked at her and I was like, look, you're just some stupid hillbilly. Like, I don't even have to have this conversation with you. And she was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, that's mental as fuck, dude. You can't say <laughs> it that. It was fucking awesome. You don't say that to her. I do. I say these things. A- apparently you do. And that's inappropriate. Yeah, but it was funny. Is she happy? Yeah, she's happy. Yeah. And she's even happier because she's with a doctor. And that's Well, she really should be. Matters. I mean, every 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 young cis woman her mother wants her to be a doc or to be married to a doctor. Yeah. And she did. She got right. married. You're taken care she, of. She didn't understand. Like I've been a doctor for 12 years since I proclaimed that in 2008. Um, so ever, <laughs> God damn it. Ever since then, uh, it's just been a matter of recognition. I had my mail sent to me with doctor on it and all that stuff. And you know, it's, it's really come full circle now. <laughs> <laughs> so did you guys find then with uh, with designing the new with designing the new home, right? Yeah. Laying laying out the, the furniture and basically doing the interior design if I wasn't a fucking idiot and knew how to use my words. So have you guys done anything like rooms together where instead of it being in a time sink detracting from your your time with your wife or your kids are there new things that you guys engage in that you do as a family like hey we've never done this before when we bought a sailboat and it's a little tiny sailboat and a little tiny piece of shit but, but it's me ours. and the kids are going to work on it together and I'm going to teach those kids how to be seamen so we have we have uh, in selecting at first it started like this so she was like I want to have a grown up looking house I don't want superhero shit everywhere anymore and I was like you know what that's fair um, we can put the superhero shit away it can go in my office when we buy our house and she was like okay I'm like, so whatever whatever you want in the living room and all that bullshit in the new house, that's fine. We can have grown-up looking stuff for once. And she's like, okay. I was like, respect. You, you can take care of designing that. Um, it's, that was all fine and dandy, but then she started asking my opinion on things. Then when I start giving my opinion, she's like, you just keep shooting down my shit. And I'm like, I'm not trying to shoot down your shit, but you're asking my opinion. So if you're like, what do you think about this? And I'm like, oh, I'm not crazy about it. Like, that's, you know... You asked. I was just honest. Yeah, that's the problem, Chris, is that you were honest. Yeah. So finally... It's almost almost like people don't actually want honesty in their relationships. They do. Sometimes people just want to uh, have you go along to get along. Yeah. Fuck that noise. So I came to a place where I was like, okay, I can help you with this. I see what you want. So... Let's kind of, we can do that together. So we did get the room laid out together. Like she was using some computer thing, software or a website or some bullshit to lay the room out and to make sure that the furniture that we picked would fit appropriately. I went to Wally World and found a 65-inch TV for stupid cheap. Because I, I, I was looking at TVs anyway because I'm like, we're going to have to get a new TV when we move. We're going to wall mount it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the one that we have is going to then be our bedroom TV, and the one that's in our bedroom is going to the kids' room. So I'm like, okay, we can, uh, we're, we'll start looking at TVs. So I start peeking at TVs because that's she doesn't give a shit what TV we have as long as it plays the the moving pictures. So I start looking at that, and I'm like, fuck, TVs are cheap right now. Like five hundred dollars for a fifty inch TV is crazy and expensive. I went to Wally World one day and. I was I was not supposed to be looking at TVs. I was there on some other mission, which has since eluded me. Uh, nevertheless, I stumbled across this TV. I don't know why I was there. The point is, I bought a giant TV. I did. I did. <laughs> so it was like, hey, no blemishes, nothing's wrong with it, doesn't have a box. I'm guessing it was a floor model. And regular price on it was $700. I got this motherfucker for 389 Okay. Amen. I killed it, right? You did. So I was like, hell yeah. So I fucking load the 65-inch TV into my charger, which is asinine. Like, the, the amount of space that TV took up in my poor car was ridiculous. It filled up. I had to put down my seats. It literally barely squeaked through the space between my trunk and my back seat to fit in the car. It was awe-inspiring. <laughs> So then I get it home and I'm like, I'm like, okay, I, I had done some grocery shopping too. 
So I had the kids help me bring groceries in. Then I'm like, all right, I got to get this fucking TV in. So I maneuvered the TV out of my trunk without damaging it and bring it in, set it on the living room floor. The motherfucker's as tall as our couch. It's ridiculous. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is huge and awesome. <laughs> and Tara's like, God damn, that thing is obscene. I'm like, I know. It's like a fucking big dick. Was she pissed? No, man. So did you, I, did I you consult her? her? Okay. I texted her or I called her before I bought it and I was like, hey. I just want to let you know, this is what this is. This is the price on it. We're going to have to buy one. I know we were going to wait until we got into the new space because we didn't want to move one, but the deal is really too good to pass up. And she's like, oh, yeah, just buy it. I was like, it's it's a big one. She's like, okay. I didn't appreciate how big it was until I brought it into our home. Actually, really, until I loaded it into the trunk of my car, but then I brought it home, and I saw it next to our couch. And I was like, this fucking thing dwarfs that stupid couch. Like, so it sat in our living room for a majority of the day. And then I'm like, okay, we got to put this thing in our room or something. So she's like, okay, I'll clear off my dresser. Wait, 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 wait. So this television is in my room right now. It's is not, in your it's not bedroom. plugged in. It's not plugged in. It's literally, okay. but it, it's not, dresser. it was not intended to be a television for the bedroom. No. Okay. Good. And it's not, I, it's in not that, even in that case, I was going to divorce you. It's not been turned on since we got it. Okay. So it's not even. One of those things where I'm like, we got to turn on a new TV and watch naked boobies on it. Uh, uh, didn't happen. Okay. So we were getting ready to put it in our room after she clears off the dresser. And I'm like, oh, fuck. We have to make sure that there's enough clearance between the dresser and the ceiling for this ignorant ass TV. Because it's, it's fucking, it's stupid, dude. What sound did you get? Crickets? <laughs> Can you hear it? Yeah. Um, so I'm like, we got to make sure there's enough space. So then I have to bust out a measuring tape to make sure we can clear the area between her dresser and the ceiling. And it did, it did. Wow. Very nice. I was just so happy about that. Very nice. When are we going to do a call-in show? Uh, so we were supposed to do one like a week ago with my friend from England. We had to push that off because one of us had something going on. Oh, I had to go into work. And then last Tuesday... It was your anniversary. It was, yeah. My uh, my 19-year wedding anniversary was last Tuesday, and so I took the day off, and my wife and I had uh, we had a lovely couple of days together. It was really nice. Beautiful. Tara and I were talking about that. I was like, have you ever noticed Mike has an anniversary like once every couple of months? The, I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. I have, I have <laughs> one wedding anniversary. I'm teasing. You're, so your your birthdays or something like that and wedding anniversary are all within a few months of one another. So my wife's birthday is in August and then my anniversary is in October and then mine. Then there's Christmas and mm-hmm. then my birthday's in January. And yeah. well, That's what we were talking about. Yeah, we have and a lot, I, of, lot of I thought stuff. it was funny. Yeah, well, and, I, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, In fact, I, I, I thought it was this. Your anniversary or my joke? Your joke, Chris. My, my pointing out that... Your, yes, Chris, your joke <laughs> was... That was crickets. Okay, okay, fuck you. Anywho, um, we're going to have to confiscate that mixer. <laughs> what uh, are these buttons for? What buttons? The the ear button. Uh, it does something with sound. Oh, I, oh, oh, it does. The ear button does something yeah, with sound. I don't, I, this I don't, whole, every, every aspect of this mixing board does something okay. with sound, Chris. I so. don't... No, Michael, I don't touch all the buttons. I just use it for the things that I want. See, that's that whole, I'm not exploratory anymore. <laughs> Snare drum. <laughs> um, I'm not exploratory with it because I just want it to do the things that I want it to do, which is I push the button, plays the intro, records the podcast. Mm. Like, that's all I really care about. So I'm an idiot. Gotcha. Yes, you're welcome. Yeah, no, I'm I'm happy that they give you the little cardboard overlay so, so I can you know can what say button what is they what. Are. Yeah, yeah, and you can change the colors on them. So if you're like, yeah, so if you're like, oh, this one will be plum, oh, and wow. I know plum is for the poot sound. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So you can program it for that. It's wonderful. Oh, uh, that is delightful. But yeah. So we've had so much new shit coming in recently, uh, new kitchen table and all that shit. Uh, so we're getting rid of all of our old stuff. Well, that's nice, though. You're getting, getting your upgrades in preparation for the so new joint and I've, the new baby. I've never bought a new couch in my life. Like, the only new furniture I've ever bought was for uh, was our bedroom furniture, and that was last November. And, like, so I'm 31 years old and I've never bought furniture, really. I bought a couple of shelves. That's about it. So this has been 
fucking bizarre because we're furnishing an entire house. That's expensive. Oh, stupid expensive, dude. We took a trip to uh, Lazy Boy, and basically, I the lady was like, well, what's your budget? And I'm like, well, we're going to furnish the whole place. I do not want to spend over $10,000. Like, for the entire house? For everything. All the furniture. So I assume that you're taking furniture, existing furniture is obviously going with Yeah, you. yeah. Like, yeah. our bedroom set's going. But that's still, that's a lot of fucking money. That's a car. You know what I mean? Like, you can buy an inexpensive car for $10,000. So... And it fuck furniture doesn't take you anywhere. <laughs> okay. It doesn't have four wheels or a motor. So like I'm like, man, we're not going uh, anywhere. That furniture can take you to pound town. Yeah. That fur <laughs> it could take you a lot of places in your brain story. Fuck that. So I did not want to go that crazy with it. And ten thousand dollars is a lot of fucking money. So we go to Lazy Boy. We uh I told the lady I don't want to spend over ten thousand dollars. We go through the whole process and we're basically checking out. They ran my card for like $4,000. And um, they were like, all right, so your remaining balance is going to be $10,000. And I'm like, Wait, what? And that was for a living room set and a kitchen table. And I'm like, what the fuck? And they're like, and it won't be there till March. And I was like, yeah, uh, no, that's yeah, no. fucked up. So we we left and I was talking to Tara about it. And she's like, what the fuck, dude? She's like, we can't have an unfurnished house with a new baby. And I was like, yeah, we can. She's like, should we go back and see what's available and just get that? I'm like, were you crazy about any of the stuff that was available? And she was like, no. And I was like, okay, so I'm just going to cancel the order altogether. So I call back and I'm like, hey, I, we're canceling this order. It just doesn't make sense for us and I don't want to pay $14,000. Like I was pretty clear about the amount of money that I was spending going into this. Right, I gave you I gave you a budget and you overshot it by a significant margin. Oh yeah, by fucking forty percent, which is insane. So we don't buy there. We start searching around again and we found a couch elsewhere and Tara reserved it over the phone and we got there to view it in the color that she had requested. And it was fucking shit green. <laughs> it was shit green. So there's a shit green couch that she had re requested be reserved for us. And I'm like, I hate that motherfucker. She's like, I hate this motherfucker too. It looks good in pictures. I'm like, it doesn't look good in real life. And she's like, no, it doesn't. So we said, fuck this couch. And we were like, what else will be available by the date we need shipped? We found um, another couch in the appropriate color, and it's it was much more money. So we ended up spending like $6,000 between the couch and a chair. But it's like a big sectional couch with three reclining sections nice who fancy yeah. reclining sections but it was it dude it was way too much fucking money um it, i was like sick to my stomach and i can't i can't let her know that okay because i don't want her to feel like oh i can't get this couch now you know what i mean so i'm like okay it's cool neat we're just gonna buy it i'm just gonna swipe my card and so wait hold on a second just 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 so we're clear you Yes. Kept your true feelings from your wife. My true to feelings. To avoid making your wife upset. So you have, well, let's just call it what it is, Chris. A lie. You were dishonest with your wife to spare her feelings. To an extent. Mm, interesting, I let her, I let her know that Interesting, I was, Chris. But I, yeah. <laughs> I let her know that we were spending more than I wanted to spend, but I also didn't want her to feel guilty for getting furniture, especially when I said, hey, you pick it. You know what I mean? I do. That's Then I would be flat out lying to her. So I was like, ah, it's okay. So really nice lady helps us out there. Uh, it, it, they don't fucking pay us any money. I went there and spent some obscene amount of money. But we went to Haverty's Furniture in Chesterfield. Wonderful experience. Oh, good. Yeah, wonderful experience. They were fantastic. Um, salespeople were uh, receptive but left me the fuck alone while I was there, which is ideal. Um when, once we had requested something, they were like, okay, uh, originally the furniture set was going to cost us like $7,000. And I just told them, hey, I'm buying this and this chair, so you're going to have to do a little better than that. Um, and they're like, well, what do you want to spend? I was like, I'm not spending over 6000 And they were like, is that before delivery? And I was like, I was like I'll go up to 6200 with delivery. And they brought me in at 6172 So they did nice. what I asked. Yeah, it was all in all like very positive experience. And, uh, yeah, you can haggle for furniture, everybody, if you did not know that. Um, 
if you're going to do it for a car, go do it to the furniture people too. Fuck them. So we get our furniture ordered, and then she's like, all right, now we got to find a table and shit. Dude, Amazon is the fucking bomb. But let me tell you. So they have these custom tables, okay? And what it is is they take a giant fucking tree and they cut a slab out of it, okay? And then they just put, like, lacquer on it. Sure. They're beautiful. Yeah, I've, I've, watched, uh, so I've they, watched some internet videos of those being made. Yeah. So they've got these really weird, like, edges and stuff because it's just the natural tree. Um, you can have the bark taken off or whatever. And she's like, I think I want one of these. And I was like, okay, we can do that. And then we start going through the process, and she's like, it's $600 for the table. I'm like, you know what? If we do $600 for the table, chairs aren't going to run more than another $600. We'll be fine. No, it was $600 for like an end table. <laughs> okay. So once you once you scale that to it's $6, kitchen table, <laughs> once you scale that to kitchen table, we're at like fucking $2,000 for a table with no chairs. And I'm like, honey. Now the I story makes you. sense to me. I love you, but we're not fucking doing that. Yeah, I was going to say $600 for that table sounds like a ridiculously low price. And I was cool it with is. it. I was cool with it. I was like, I will pay that price. I would have paid $1,000 for it. Um, I would not pay $2,000 for it. I, w- I won't pay $2,000 for the full set. I told Tara, I was like, my limit on a table and chairs is $1,200. Like, that's as high as I want to go. Are the kids getting a new bedroom set? Uh, no, we bought them one in December. Okay. I do have one significant question, and it, it's going to derail things. And I, I can't take credit for it because uh, I got it from a very classy comedian by the name of Louis C.K. But did anyone warn you that you're going to have to clean feces from your daughter's vagina? Yeah. Okay. I've got friends with girls. Okay. So um, you're you're aware of all the gross that comes with it. Yeah, I don't... I'm not. I'm not ready to have a daughter. Really? Okay. Well, let's go down this road, Chris. So, I will love this child unconditionally. I am terrified of everything that comes along with having a daughter. Because you there's are fucking, there's a, a misogynistic bunch, piece of garbage? Is that no, why? No, because there's a bunch of fucking dirt bags in the world. And, like, there's that expression that if you have a son, you have to worry about one dick. If you have a daughter, you have to worry about every dick. It's so true, man. Like, I'm... I. It, Ever since I've had kids, I've been terrified of somebody molesting my kids. I was never molested or anything like that, but I wouldn't if that happened to my kids, dude. I'm fucking going to prison. I promise you. Well, and as a as a as a woman, uh, as just female, you, likelihood goes up exponentially. Well, no, just the tremendous amount of bullshit that you have to put up with is just it's staggering. Well, and then, absolutely staggering. And then when you talk about like, okay, she's going to be a teenager and going through puberty, and like that'll be hard, but then boys will start calling the house and shit I'll fucking go to jail like I have no problem doing that you stay the fuck away from my daughter you little pricks you unborn what do you do when your 12 year old daughter's flicking the bean and you walk in on her I'm gonna tell her you don't fucking do that (laughs) no you're not you're not going to tell her that yeah you're ridiculous yeah you don't flick that that's not for touching (laughs) that's That's for your husband after you've been married for 10 years and I'm dead. Uh, I will be dead. But isn't that kind of sort of asinine, old world thinking, ridiculous? So so here, I've come to the realization that I I will have a daughter, that somebody's going to be fucking railing her at some point, and that is awful, okay? Um, That being said, like, I just want to teach her to have respect for herself. Is it awful that somebody was railing Tara when Tara was a teenager? Yeah, it's the worst. Right when you were doing it? Yeah, it's the worst. Oh, okay. Um, I wouldn't want that to be. What about when seventeen-year-old Tear is railing people? Yeah, that's you know, boy, girl, boy awful. and girl, whatever. Awful. You shut up. You're such a fucking liar. No, you don't not. care if I your sons I get do. laid. I do. You're a fucking liar. I so I, I had a conversation with my sons, and it was, it was basically like, hey. You you have to you have to respect yourself like you have to respect yourself and it's it's really important that you understand this now before people start doing drugs and having sex and stuff like that it's you don't need to be going out there and fucking around with everybody it's not worth it because like it brings complications into your life that are so fucking exponential that you can't even fathom them yet yeah you you can't you can't conceive sure yeah. And I, I'm like, the last thing that you want to do is be making adult decisions before you even have a fully developed brain. I'm like, so I need you to understand now that, like, your friends are going to start doing drugs, your friends will start doing, you know, all kinds of weird shit. 
and you have to you have to say hey i'm not ready for this yet like that's okay like as uh, you know there's i think what's the statistic i think 40% of americans or something like that use marijuana with some kind of regularity um and some obscene amount of americans have tried marijuana and stuff like that and that's one of those things that like developmentally it is bad for your brain in formative years we know that uh so i don't want my kids fucking their brain up informative years yeah i waited i mean i you know i mean i did drugs in college but i didn't really become an avid you know marijuana user until my mid-40s yeah i waited 20 years till my brain had congealed before i started really taking a hammer to it that's really all i'm wanting i'm like dude you got you're like you're you're humans you're gonna do your own thing and all that bullshit but like just respect yourself in the meantime right like, yeah it, take it slow yeah. it's okay to take it slow well that's good advice for every kid right i mean it's just you know but with your with your daughter just there are there are threats that as men we just don't consider there are well and then it's like dude that's a fucking baby mm-hmm. that's a baby and like uh i i don't know the statistics on this but i know that like girls are more likely to have to be sexually exploited, okay, um, especially at a young age. I have no fucking problem. Like I've said this a bajillion times, but I will absolutely go to jail over that shit. Not okay with it. Fucking touch my kid, dude. It's on. I will send you to hell. Uh, and I'll go to jail or whatever, whatever repercussions there are. I graciously accept those. And like that, that's it. Like that's it. That's the whole thing, dude. I'm terrified of it because of that shit. Like, the last thing that you want is somebody that you brought into this world having that kind of fucking burden. You know what I mean? Sure, but you can't let that prevent you from procreating. You no, can't... not at all. You can't let it prevent you from procreating, and you can't you can't let it prevent you from allowing that person to go out into the world and experience the world because life is a really wonderful thing, and, like, getting to experience life is a really wonderful thing. So it, it, by, by no stretch of the imagination am I saying – Oh, she can't actually date somebody. That's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. that's a lie. Of course she can date somebody. Uh, I, well, yeah, I, and I can't imagine what Tara would be saying if she if she was here. If you're like, God damn it, Chris. I, Tara was, she would she wanted to be a boy mom. She was totally cool with that. Oh, really? Yeah. So she's not... She's dreading teenage girl years. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Um, She's like, dude, I was a fucking pain in the ass teenager. I know I've got it coming. And I'm like, it's not even about you. Like, this fucking teenager... Is gonna have it coming. Like that's what sucks. Like this kid, ah, I'm terrified. I'm terrified. But you know, gotta let that individual experience some life too. And yeah, I don't know. Scary. It's scary. That's what it is. So, do you and Tara have anything big planned before the baby comes? Because you guys have been through this. A colossal fucking move. No, I, mean, I meant I meant something fun, like a a weekend away where you guys get a bed and breakfast down at Herman, and you just go and you hang out and just you know spend the weekend uh, wrecking that vag because you know that that baby's going to do its damage and she, you're not going to have the sassy time for a while. So she is she's having a rough time with pregnancy right now. Like it's her hips are stretching and shit, God. and it, it hurts. Oh. Uh, so she's like, hey, she's like, I'm not feeling like doing fucking much right now. She's like, I've got about 10 minutes of activity in me at a given time, and then I have to go fucking sit down. So what does she do with the other seven minutes when you're done? Yeah, uh, well, 9.58. Oh, wow. Um, 9.58. Anywho, you're efficient. It's all about efficiency, Mike. No, no, like it I makes said, sense. I like the end result. Yeah, fair. Yeah, fair. <laughs> uh, no, like... Sex has been one of those things. So, like, when we go to have sex, um, she's like, I'm being poked and kicked right now. And she's like, it's uncomfortable. Can we be done? And I'm like, yep, done. Because there's, like, this whole awkward thing about it because you're having sex with somebody that's got somebody inside of them already. Weird. Yeah, you feel like an interloper. Like, uh, like yeah. you're trying to go into a parking spot where somebody's, you know, already got their motorcycle slipped in. You're like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, bizarre. No, it's weird. Like we had sex when she was pregnant with Tear too, and like it was, it, it's weird. Mm. It's weird. It's not the same. But I've heard that pregnant that a lot of women who are pregnant are become more amorous. So that's true to an extent. I think it depends on the pregnancy because every pregnancy is different. Also, sure. So like your body might be handling this one different than another pregnancy that you've had. 
and that's one of those things that like uh, her sex drive during the first pregnancy was pretty fucking high and like we had very very regular sex this one not so much hmm. and it's not all her some of it's me too because I'm fucking I've just been exhausted recently yeah you work a lot of hours I do you work a lot of hours well and it's like there's there's side projects and all that shit and then there's a move on top of that okay you can pause it if you want oh you need to pee just hit the record button yeah I don't even remember what the fuck we were talking about we were talking about this week's <laughs> word of wisdom uh, you know, we were talking about drilling chicks while they're preggers and about oh, yeah, how weird. she's getting poked and kicked and poked yeah, and kicked, it's weird. And, it's, you know, it, and how it, you're exhausted weird. and you just, yeah. you know, that the every pregnancy is different and sex during this pregnancy has been less, uh, less than normal, less frequent yeah. than with tear, with yeah, tears pregnancy. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were talking about also like, uh, all the shit that we've been buying recently for mm-hmm. furnishing the new place. And she just texted me and was like, Hey, the, uh, the crib showed up. Baby's bed is here. So when we're done recording this, you got to go home and build a crib? Not, no, I'm not building it. Not here, because we're not in the new place yet. Uh, when are you guys, do you guys have a date? The 20th of next month. Uh, yeah. Oh, is that a Saturday, Sunday, it's Monday? A, I think it's a Saturday. Okay. So, yeah, next month we actually get into the new place. Are I'm you guys hiring movers? So, no. You're a fool. No. Um, we have a, we basically have a plan here, so we're starting packing now. Uh, I've got Basically, any non-essential stuff that we have is going to be packed up, ready to go. I'm getting the furniture out of the place now. Um, but I have some strong and able-bodied friends. So, yeah, I'm not fucking paying a mover. Fuck that guy. Do you need help? I might. Do you need point. more bodies? I might. I'll let All you right. know. I'll All right. Because you know. I'll need to figure out. Well, I, anyway, yeah, I we can do that. The audience shouldn't give a fuck. pizza miracles if you need that. Yeah, no, no, no. no. The audience give a fuck about us planning your move. Yeah. Um but yeah, word of wisdom this week. What what, what was it that you said was profane uh, earlier? Profound. Uh, I uh, I don't think I've ever said anything profound. No, no, no. You said it during the conversation. I don't. Like, I don't think. I think that that's probably you, not true. You you basically made my brilliance known to the listeners here. No, you well, your you know Chris's brilliance is known to the listener. Oh yeah, well, listeners, you know I'm brilliant. But uh, I I suppose this week's word of wisdom, something that would be appropriate would be um, don't be afraid to bargain for the things that you want. Like, don't wait for them to happen. Find a way to get them and make it make it a thing. Like, a few years ago, there's no way in hell I could have spent thousands of dollars on furniture or had an expensive car or anything like that. It was not in the cards whatsoever. But because it was something that I was willing to go out, work for, get, it... it I can I can do that and I can afford that right now and it's it's a freaking colossal blessing. So to you listeners, I say don't be afraid to go out and get what you can. 